From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, first settlements under flood buyback scheme, more flood monitoring cameras online, new green street art competition, celestial showtime, new hospital pedestrian bridge lifted into place, and it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's Sunday, December 4, 2022, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Doyle Street in Silkstone has been upgraded as part of Ipswich City Council's citywide curb and channel rehabilitation program. The work began in July. The first flood-impacted Ipswich houses have been settled through the jointly funded Commonwealth and State Government $741 million Resilient Homes Fund the largest program of its kind ever to be delivered in Queensland. The first four houses in Goodna settled on November 14 and are now owned by Ipswich City Council, which is working with the Queensland and Australian governments to administer the fund at a local level. Assessments for hundreds of flood-affected properties are ongoing. And while on floods, 11 new cameras which overlook the most flood-prone areas in Ipswich are now live online to give you access to view rising floodwaters. The CCTV cameras provide an updated image every 15 minutes and you can access them via the city's disaster management dashboard. Santa begins his tour of Ipswich in a rural fire truck on the weekends of December 9 and 10 and 16 and 17. Mount Forbes Rural Fire Service Christmas-themed truck will visit more than 30 Ipswich suburbs. Other Christmas events include Night Christmas at Willowbank, the Ulysses Club annual toy run, Marburg Christmas Carnival and off-the-wall Christmas exhibition at the Ipswich Art Gallery. For more details, check out christmasinipswich.com.au Ipswich City Council has launched a green street art competition where if you're a local artist or resident of any age, you have the opportunity for your designs to be displayed across one of 11 Energex boxes in Ipswich Central and win a $250 gift card. This is being run under the Green Walkable Streets Artwork Project and submissions can be made by a single artist or a group effort and will be reviewed by a panel of council staff with at least one external representative. Entries must be themed around the concept of green street art with urban art designs that incorporate or reimagine trees, leaves, grass, flowers or flora. Entries close January 18, 2023. University of Southern Queensland astrophysicist Professor Jonty Horner will be gazing into the night sky for the best of the annual meteor showers, the Geminids, between December 4 and 17. Jonty explains why it happens on an annual basis, how this meteor shower got its name, and the best game plan on how to view it. It happens because the Earth, as it goes around the Sun, as it goes around the Sun, it runs into dirty parts of the Earth's orbit and we run through debris. And then the next lap, we come back to the same place and we run through the debris again. It's like if you're driving around a roundabout and there's a bit of dirt across the road, you'd cross it every time you go around. So that's what's happening here. In this case, we're running through debris left behind by an object called Phython, 
which is an asteroid, and normally meteor showers, debris streams are caused by comets. But the oddity with Phython is it moves on a really elongated orbit around the Sun, which brings it very close to the Sun, then takes it very far away. So the temperature on Phython goes from super hot to really cold to super hot, and the rocks expand and contract and expand and contract and crack and fragment and kick dust into space. So this thing behaves like a comet, even though it's a rock. And over thousands of years, it's been laying down dust and debris around the Sun. And every time we go around the Sun and cross the orbit of this asteroid, we run through that debris, burns up in the Earth's atmosphere, and we see a meteor shower. That's what the Geminids are. The reason they're called the Geminids is that if you see one in any part of the night sky and trace it back across the sky, it'll point back to the constellation Gemini. That's simply because all the dust is moving in the same direction around the Sun, so it's hitting us coming from the same direction, but it appears to diverge because of perspective. And for us in southeast Queensland, it'll rise at about 10 past 9 on the night of Geminid Maximum. Every night earlier than that, it rises four minutes later. Every night after that, four minutes earlier. So on the 15th, it'll be 9.06. On the 16th, it'll be 9.02, and so on. So you get the time. From then on, the later in the night you look, the higher that point will be in the sky, the more meteors you'll see. So in a normal year, I'd be telling you to look between midnight and 4 a.m. for the very best show, because that point is highest at 2 a.m. This year, though, the moon is a pain. The moon rises on the 14th on the night of maximum at about 11.30 p.m. And when the moon's up, there's more light in the sky, and the fainter meteors are just not visible. So you see fewer ones. You still see the best ones, but the fainter ones are washed out. It's a bit like going to a festival but skipping the warm-up act. You only see the star headliners, is essentially what's happening. What that means is that for the next couple of weeks, we have this meteor shower active. And for most of that time, you'll only see maybe a couple of meteors per hour, if you're looking and you sit there for ages watching. On the 14th, which is a peak, you could see up to 30 or 40 or even 50 per hour if you're really, really lucky and you're in a really dark site, and you let your eyes adjust to the darkness, and you're looking around the time that the moon rises. Earlier on you see fewer, because the point they're coming from is lower in the sky. But they're a bit like buses. If I say you'll see 30 in an hour, it doesn't mean you see one every two minutes as regular as clockwork. Rather, it means that you might wait 10 minutes, and then three come along at once. They're like buses. They're random. Follow Jonty Horner's tips, and you'll be in for a celestial treat. The peak viewing night is December 14. A link between the old and new has been lifted into place at Ipswich Hospital. A 48-metre pedestrian footbridge linking Ipswich Hospital Tower Block Level 6 and the new Mental Health Acute Inpatient Services building was lifted into place from November 24 to 28. Interior works are still being conducted on the bridge, which crosses Chelmsford Avenue. It's expected to be in use by mid-next year. Check out the video on Westmorton Health's Facebook page. Ipswich Hospital Foundation's Children's Christmas Appeal is in full swing. It hopes to raise about $150,000 to buy cardiac monitors, a resuscitation cot and humidifiers for respiratory support for the smallest patients at Ipswich Hospital's Special Care Nursery. Westmorton Health has appointed its new Chief Executive, Hannah Block, to lead the health service through its Health Prevention, Capital Works, Research and Transformational Agenda. 
Ms Block joined Westmorton Health as Interim Chief Executive in July this year from neighbouring Gold Coast Health. She said the many similarities between Gold Coast and Westmorton Health Services attracted her to the role. And that's it for this episode. A reminder to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music. Or play Ipswich today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.